adventure into the pop culture cosmos today, where you'll hear our conversations on different topics within the world of movies, TV, video games, comic books, technology, board gaming, and more. You'll also get a taste of some of our other shows within the cosmos as well. So come on and join us each week as we delve into the pop culture cosmos. Welcome to the pop culture cosmos. Welcome to the first ever episode of Topic Apocalypse, where four, sometimes five, educated and or opinionated individuals gather around this table to discuss random topics for your amusement and ours. I'm joined here by Eddie, Kelly, and Daniel. You can't see their faces because this is not a video. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us started here with a topic that. I was inspired to talk about from, not inspired, more like angered towards talking about on Facebook. So I want to talk about animal cruelty and more specifically people posting animal cruelty videos on Facebook. Do you think that they cause more harm than they do really good? Because this is my thing, the video that, this, more specifically the video I saw was a PETA video of people. Um, hurting seals like I guess the the seal population grow t grew too high and they're saying hey it's you know do same thing like we do with coyotes and stuff but they're like hey you can um, go out and kill seals so basically people are going out and killing these seals but there's these videos now popping up of these seals like flailing on the ice and there's blood pouring out of their mouths and stuff because people are killing them but it's like okay you're posting this what is the point like Yes, animal cruelty sucks, and yes, I'm I'm angry. I'm, I'm definitely mad about seeing this video. But what am I going to do about it? Am I going to fly to Alaska to personally stop this? I don't I don't have the funds. And what are you doing about this personally? If you're, you know, if you're going to post something, you tell me what you're doing to stop it. So I think it a lot of it depends on who's coming up with the videos that you're watching. Of course, PETA, I mean, they have an agenda. They're oriented towards driving you to hate anything that hurts an animal, period. I think I watched a video a few months ago, and I, th I think it may be there it was pulled. It was about fishing with your children, about how you shouldn't do it because it's, it's horrible on the ecosystem, and it, it hurts the fish, and you shouldn't introduce your son or daughter to anything fishing because it's terrible. So I think it, it really depends on who's coming out with that video. PETA, again, is that's their goal is to get you to donate to them, to get you to help them fight against animal cruelty. But I don't think necessarily it's a bad thing. As PETA, they do go overboard sometimes as the perfect example I just gave you. But I think there's so much news that's given to us on a daily basis. There's so much in our Facebook feeds and our news feeds from other social media that I guess sometimes it's good to be reminded of that, probably in not such a graphic way on some of them. Um, but yeah, I think there's just so much information out there and sometimes it is nice to see a video pop back up and kind of remind us, Hey, this is what's going on this in the world. Happened. Like my thing is like where this, this brings me back to like online activism in in general, like you have all these people, like I can sit behind a keyboard all day and I can point, you know, I can post videos. I can say like, Hey, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's racist. This is racist. That's, uh, you know, homophobic or whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, like I, I don't want to post something like that unless I'm personally doing something to, to stop it. Like if I'm donating money to a charity, I'm like, hey, stop, uh, stop human trafficking. Donate, 
whatever you can spare. Like I would do something like that, but at the same, because on, on, you know, if it weren't something I was donating money to or personally had a stake in, like I, it, it, I have a hard time like stirring the pot, just doing it for the purpose of making people mad, you know? It's almost like you're, they're glorifying it too. That's all PETA does though, is fear mongering. Yeah. They don't actually benefit really anybody. But I think that's yeah. where their big donations come from is, is I think people literally just donate because they think that Pete is going around, you know, making these injustices, you know, brought to our attention. I mean, I don't think any of us are all stupid. I think we all know that they're there. So, I mean, they're, they're just bringing it back around. Hey, just to let you know, we already know you know this, but here, here's some more for you. Right, right. So... So it, it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw that video and like I keep I keep seeing more because I have friends who subscribe to PETA and they keep posting videos, but it's, um, you know, I, I just wanted to lay that out there and see what you guys thought of that issue. I think it depends on the organization. Yeah. I, I think it really does. I mean... I think PETA's mostly um, trying... They try to scare people. They want... Like they go against um, wool here in America, where they're saying that you know our farmers are hurting their sheep. But if anybody wants the sheep to do fine, it's probably the person whose well-being relies on getting money for what they're doing. Yeah. Well, you also look at today's sheep. I mean, most of them aren't. They're they're engineered to grow wool at that rate. They're bioengineered that way. That's why the way we've, we've set them up. Um, so if we don't, you know, obviously harvest the wool off of them, then it overgrows and it they just wind up suffocating or they can't move and they can't feed themselves. So, but anyways, I don't think it's just about PETA though. I think there's obviously other organizations that are out there that are doing this. Um, but I think it's just going to continue on and I don't think it will ever change. Yeah, and there there's nothing wrong with raising attention to an issue, but like if you're just like a lot of people especially when it comes to like social media they'll post things just for reactions well, especially oh yeah it's it doesn't matter what it is it could be about religion it could be about animals it doesn't matter i think people and a big thing is i don't think people do research on it i think they say oh my gosh look at PETA or whoever named rec you know huge amount of followers oh they they posted this on their facebook well i'm not going to research it myself i'm just going to share it and throw it right on my facebook and there I go. I've done my duty for the day. I've raised awareness. We, we are a society of spontaneous knowledge. Anytime something pops up on the internet or newsfeed or it's trending, people are going to be like, yes, I know everything about this. And they will just plaster your newsfeed with all of a sudden they've developed this belief in something they don't know anything about. Oh, no, not at all. I, the funny thing, I have a friend I went to uh, private school with and we we're it was a Christian school. We were raised Christian. And he, he subscribes to this webpage that's purely about selling clothes. But they come up with the awfulest memes about crap that doesn't even make sense. They're, they're like, oh, and God said this. And I asked him one time because he kept posting it. And one of our uh, high school ministers were on there. And he's, he's always, you know, tagging him in it. Hey, what do you think about this? What, what proof is there for this? You know, and it got to the point where I asked them, like, you know, none of the stuff that they're actually posting, they're just memes. They're not true. They're just trying to get you to buy a t-shirt. But that's our mentality now that you see a meme, they're pushing something at, like an agenda on you, yeah. but they want you to buy something. But we see memes and it's a perfect example. We see memes and they're automatically true, even yeah. though they're totally never meant to be true at and all. There are like times when people are having arguments online and instead of like responding rationally to it they'll pop a meme up there 
Mm-hmm. And they, they won't even... It, that's their comeback is a meme or it's like a chicken moving its head or something. That one went around the internet forever and just annoyed the crap out of me. But A great one's Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Yes. I'm just here to watch the comments. Yes, exactly. So, I, I mean, I know we... And it's, and it's amazing to see how passionate people are behind a keyboard. Yeah. I wonder if, like, you know, sometimes when I see a news article, I, I saw one today I th- we were talking about earlier about the three pit bulls that got out and ate someone's dog, attacked a 52-year-old, and two of them had to be shot. It was amazing the people that were getting on, and I'll open a news article just solely to read the comments about what some of these people will just get on there and say. And you sit there, and it's like the first things out of there was, this lady put a picture of her pit bull, and she's like, oh, see, my pit bull's nice. It's, it's just in how you, you know, an owner is. And then the next article under that was somebody posted about pit bulls are the worst breed you can get. So it's amazing to watch people go back and forth and think they're right on, on a social media standpoint. Because in real life, I don't think a lot of us would sit there and argue a point with that in public. Yeah. I think we'd just kind of be like, okay, cool, yeah, I understand that. Whereas behind a keyboard, we become so much more... And it, the craziest thing is is we could research this. You could see a meme. In two seconds, you can get on Google or you can get on whatever search engine and start looking for all these references. It's not like you have to go to a library to look for anything. But people won't take the time to do that. They are literally sitting behind some of the best technology that has ever existed and they will not do research. It's what they believe. It's it's what they feel. And they'll they'll defend that to the T. So emotional over it. We literally have the world at... In the palm of our hand. Yeah, you know? yeah. most people Google. carry a computer in their pocket stronger than we used to put a man on the moon. Yeah, exactly. And so we're, we're just not using this stuff because we're too lazy. Like we, this, this is like, I have nothing, like I, obviously we like podcasting, but people, it's gotten to the point where people don't want to read news. They, they would rather listen to it or watch a video. Like, yeah. Quick, like. That's why a lot of these, uh, like IGN or Polygon, they make these videos that show quick snippets of what happened in the news that day. So people just watch, then get an entire day's worth of news in less than a minute. Oh, Snapchat. I mean, you could pull up any news station you want. CNN, rifle through. People don't even read the articles. They just watch the Snapchats and up. Oh. Or just the headlines, even. Exactly. Yeah. Just the headline, yeah. okay, I know what happened today. No. Yeah. But like, we, had, yeah. We, had a, we had a guy at work today. He was one of our customers. And he was getting into the whole, you know, big politic thing like, oh, you know, Comey this. And I can't believe he did, you know, Trump would do this. And I'm like, well, why did he get fired? Well, because Trump didn't like him. I'm like, well, what was the specific reason? I'm curious. He had no idea. He just, his mindset was, oh, I saw this small clip. He thought, you know, what his thoughts were. Those were what were important. Those were facts in his eyes. And he just went on. I I could care less either yeah, way. I was just yeah. curious why. Yeah. I don't. I could care less about politics. Republicans, Democrats, they're all the same to me. I mean, so. you know, you get a lot of that on both sides too. Like you have, for one side, for Democrats it, or the, the left, liberal, or whatever you want to call it, it's anytime something is deemed as possibly <laughs> being racist, then there's this, just this whole storm of people with pitchforks ready to burn your house and set your sheep on fire. And then you have on the right side, you have any time there's like, you know, back when Obama was in office, they're like, um, you know, this is going to endanger your right to bear arms. And then it's just a, a whole, you know, storm on that side too. It's just we, but we don't actually research like what's what's going on, like what what is the the fine print on these little uh, these little headlines that keep popping up. We're just gonna post it to piss people off. That's just that's what it is. It's, it's clickbait and it's yeah. I don't think people actually click to read news articles in their news feed on Facebook. I think no. people see the news article, they read the headline, and move on. Yep. I think and the that's... brief summary they'll have on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then it's and then it's all day. It's festering, and it's like, can you believe so and so did this? Well, why did they do it? No, that doesn't matter. They did it. Yeah, yeah. And and more often than not, I think most people are uneducated on that too. They probably didn't even see the headline, so they're, you know, that's like me coming to you. Oh, did you hear about this? I saw this in the news. Your assumption is I watched the whole news, you know, watch the whole news segment. <laughs> right. I have these facts for you. Instead, I'm just gonna BS you and tell you what actual my thoughts are, and that's not even. I think that's where we that's where we've come as a as a news society is a lot of these news anchors is is what they believe. It's yeah, not necessarily yeah. it's it's a developing story, but all that saying is is oh no, we're just there's tossing re- it out there. There's yeah. really no such thing as unbiased news. Like you can't no. the moment that you say it's like when people say, Hey, I don't see color. The moment that you say I don't see color, you're you're recognizing that there is it's color. color. <laughs> you're, you're like the moment you're saying, Hey, I'm unbiased about this you're recognizing your own bias towards it. Yeah, that's why I watch CNN, I'll watch Fox News, I'll watch MSBS. I'll watch a bunch of different news articles or news outlets. So you get all And I'll just take it. the center of that all and yeah. say, okay, this is where, you know, these are the facts that they're all stating, that, so that's the facts, not opinions. Yeah. Or you just uh, and, watch... it, and it sucks you have to do that. It, yeah. it really does. Or you just watch BBC because they hate all Americans. Yeah. So you get, so you get the real news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. You know, it's, it's getting to that point where, you know, I watch V for Vendetta and you see like state run television. Yeah. And it's like eventually, you know, with the way that fake news keeps going around, quote unquote, it, it's going to come a time where, you know, somebody's going to step in and you know what? We need state controlled TV. That way we know for a fact you're getting the real news. Jeez, can you imagine when that like. Well, look at after the election. The You know, one of the reasons that Hillary, you know, lost, one of the popular theories of many is because of fake news. Yeah. So Facebook came out. What was it, Zuckerberg? And he was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna tackle fake news." Well, how do you tackle it? I mean, they have a hard enough time monitoring their streams for Facebook Live. I mean, look at all people the people are killing people on Facebook. Oh Live. yeah, people are killing and people. About people fake are. News. I'm sorry. People <laughs> are raping people, and they yeah. can't control that. But they're gonna control fake news. I just don't. It goes back to like it's it's all an agenda. You know, PETA has their agenda. Greenpeace has their agenda. It's it's who's pitching their agenda that day. And you see, on Facebook, I had to anything PETA. I just I don't even. I, the last video I watched, there was the fishing video where it's you know you're you're horrible person for taking your son fishing and showing him how to fish. And then another one was oh um, car makers using leather. It's it's terrible. Okay, well most of it's yeah. synthetic leather. Anyways, most of it's most of it's the vegan leather that they're talking about. Anyway, very few car companies. I mean. Lamborghini and so on and so forth. They actually use, you know, skin. Um, it's because you're paying for it. But you're paying for it. You're talking about such a small market. It's not like people are going out and buying, you know, multi-million dollar Lambos left and right. So uh, well, you're not. Huh, no, I'm not. No, I just, just the one. Get on my level, man. <laughs> yeah. In the Jeez. How does the other half live? My bad. Jeez. Come on, one percent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think social media, as far as you know, over overdoing it, yeah. I think I think big time, but again, it's it's from the news articles. I mean, but it, I, I was curious to to say though, and I think the reason every news organization does this is they keep reminding us because again, I think because because we forget. I mean, today I had my news article. I think there's just so much crap out there that's so horrible that we forget about it. I mean, it popped up it popped up on my news feed today that oh, you know, the video of that the guy that went into the elementary school and killed his wife yeah. with the kids there. I totally forgot it happened just a couple months ago, and that's because there's so much that happens in our our little bubbles that we just can't process it all. I totally forgot that there was a 
if you want to, it, it was a school shooting. Um, but like, I totally forgot it happened until it popped back up on my feed. Right. So I think, I think sometimes it's good that it does pop up. I'm, I don't know about the whole PETA thing cause it's not something I'm interested in. Yeah. But I, I think that's why they, I think that's why they do it. It's just shock is, value just to get you to, oh, there's blood. Let me look at that. It's just like anything with the, you know, fights, you know, fighting or even yeah. police brutality, anything like that. It's just to get, to grab your attention. Yeah. But it just, it's amazing how fast it disappears. Yeah. I mean, until the next, next one happens and it's, well, this just happened a couple well, like months Ebola. ago. And... Whatever happened to Ebola? Like all of a sudden, yeah, that's true. Just like, well, we're all just better from it. I, and it's it's fear mongering. That's yeah, all it is. It's, well, it's the same after any shooting. Then you have the Second Amendment right, or you know the NRA fighting, everybody you know in everybody and their moms, literally. Um, oh no, Not we need mom. we need stricter gun control. We need this. We need this, and then it slowly disappears. We don't hear about it anymore. That well, you see, you notice too how now that. Obama is not president. Like I guess it depends on where we're, where the country is leaning politically too. Because like we're people aren't reporting as much on like school shootings, Second Amendment issues, stuff like that, freedom of speech, because they're all worried about trash talking the I, the president. So you get less of. It depends on what the media is interested in. So well, it depends that's on what people be, are going to read. Yeah, and people are going to read the stuff that has the most shock value. Exactly. Yeah. They want everybody wants. But it, the bad, you know, the bad stuff. They don't want to. Nobody wants to read about, you know, kittens and puppies. Everybody wants to know the dirty. Well, it depends on know. kittens and puppies if they're yeah. Depends on how horrible. The kittens, I'm sure somebody will read it. Somebody made mutant kitties in their basement, and they're going around dun, killing. Dun, dun, dun. But I, another good example is look at after the school shootings. You didn't hear mass protests for oh, we need gun, you know, gun control and gun violence. Yeah. What was the difference in that shooting? I mean. Kids lost their life. You know, a human. You know, three. I think it was three, three human pe- beings, and then one was seriously injured. Yeah, it's two. Um, yeah, there was the, the, two the, deaths. But one and three the, deaths. The, one of the kids passed away. Oh, I wasn't counting him. I guess. Yeah. Because he. Could well, he doesn't count. I don't think pass, so. You know, he he kind of brought it on him. It doesn't count as a victim. But, but where was yeah. the? What was the outrage there? Well, the outrage stopped after it was found that oh, he was an estranged husband. Oh, the school staff let him through the front door. Well, where was the calls? There was for... no technical break, broken law until yeah. you started killing people. Well, yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, technically, when you bring a gun onto a campus, that is illegal. But oh that's... no, we need stricter because gun-free zone. That it, I just but didn't. Even though it was a gun-free zone, the door, it, exactly. it just doesn't make sense though. No guns allowed. Uh, okay, sorry, let me take them all out. All right. But where's where's the where was the political calls for change on that? There is once it was found that oh it was the school staff that let them through. Oh, okay, no big deal. But what? Where's the outrage? Well, it didn't suit an agenda, so there was no outrage. You couldn't call oh, for gun control. He was mentally ill and he still had access to a gun. Well, he's former military. Okay, well, that's okay. We don't... I think we're, I think we're, fa- we're afraid of mental health in this yeah. country. I mean, we just... We don't want... It's hard to address. We just, we just go around making Netflix shows about people who kill themselves and we're, we, we make it into that entertainment. Hey, hey, that's your agenda, yeah. sir. Hey. That was <laughs> Well, you know, since you brought that up, I find it interesting. So mental health... Our way is throwing pills at it and, you know, and like for like, you know, San Francisco, you know, they had all these, these parents whose kids had jumped off of a bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge. And it wasn't, you know, oh, hey, I wish there was help for my son. I wish, I wish there was a hospital that he could have went to to seek help and gotten better. It was, no, we want funding to build a multi-million dollar suicide net so people can't kill themselves there. Wait, so what did we totally miss? Yeah. We didn't... We're not fixing the problem. We're just trying to... Yeah. It's... Made a giant trampoline for people. Yeah. 
that's that's realistically I'm jumping a giant chapel. Oh, I don't, it'd probably hurt. <laughs> but that's our that's our thing with mental health. That's you know that was the call to change. And I mean, social media. Where was social media's upright about it? Like, oh my god, we're. In fact, the only thing I hear on social media is like how great the Thirteen Reasons Why was. That's a horrible thing, by the way. It, like, it, it, it totally like you know, it's actually, absolutely awful, and nobody should actually. So I, who really is thinking about something like that should ever watch it. So it, I, I brought, oh, it, yeah, it's it's awful. I brought that up at work, and um, one of our my coworkers was really in. The, you know, she was like, "No, it was it was a good show." Being somebody that went through that, I think it's totally relatable. Um, but then I, I just got to that point where I had talked to you about it and I was totally on, on point with you that some people that are going through it, you know, being younger are going to see that and they're going to think that's the path you go down. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I've just heard about it. That's the easiest, fastest way. It's oh, okay. our, our, like I, I think I was telling you this yesterday, after, after Kurt Cobain died, they did a study and it showed that ther- uh, more teenagers were seeking therapy over suicide like suicidal thoughts than than you know ever before like there's a spike because it's being thrown out into the news as, as the media was completely oversaturated with it and no one had ever talked to him about these issues before so that you you're making this show and you're it's basically targeted to teenagers saying like you know hey we're doing this to raise suicide awareness no you're not you're doing this to to entertain people like you're turning a serious mental health issue into a a show basically to entertain to make money the guy that wrote the book he based it off someone else's alleged experiences like he had never experienced this himself so like when i was in high school i was severely depressed i, I made the rounds through therapy i took i tried the medications but I, at the end of the day like i wouldn't want someone to come up to me and say hey so i watched this netflix show and it taught me empathy so I want to know if you're okay. Like, I wouldn't want that. Like, and their empathy is going to end the moment that the credits roll in that show and they go back to watching Gilmore Girls or Full House. They're going to completely forget about what they watch. So it's like... But the people who aren't going to forget about it are, are the kids the that are, who, who are struggling that with experience that. Who are watching this. But that's, that's our way of dealing with mental health. Oh, let's make a satire out of it. Yeah. And what of the what of the people who, uh, who identify with Hannah Baker, like with... With what she's doing, what she went through, they're gonna be like, oh well. The inevitable conclusion here is I need to kill myself. So it's like nothing's gonna. It's, it's not gonna a, fix itself. I can't fix it, so I'm gonna it's, end it's it now. Super well, dangerous mentality. Well, and that goes back. That back goes back to social media. I mean, a lot of this, a lot of dealing with mental health is on social media. Is you know finding a group you can relate with and and so on and so forth. But then you find nasty bits of social media too, and it's almost as bad as being you know some of these kids are at high school junior high and they're getting bullied or whatever they may be and that's why they're dealing with the issues they're dealing with as far as suicide and then you go on social media and it can be just as bad yeah i mean some of the stuff that comes up it's it's super depressing and there's like there's times where (laughs) i've talked to kelly and i said you know i i love our son very much and you know i'm glad he's a part of our life but like sometimes this world is just so crazy yeah what kind of person was i was i when i brought my son into this world to you know, be here. Right. Um, and it's it's sad to say that as a parent. I the mean, the thing is, is you shouldn't raise your kids to stand, you know, to withstand the darkness. You should raise them to be better than what, what it but is some, now. It's not about. Right. But some know. kids do have those mental health issues where they can't, they, they can't just be independent. They, you know, strong willed, especially when you're in, you know, an adolescent and you're just learning about the world and you're trying to figure it out and you have these people that come along and put you down. I mean, I wonder no, how many. No, no, I know, but I wonder. Is... I wonder how many people have gone up to like their parents or their friends, and you know, I'm really down, and I've been thinking about suicide, and it's 
you know, as a parent, mostly, I wonder how most of these parents just say, oh, come on, you're just... Or they tell them to go to therapy or like they don't actually want to deal with the problem. Deal with it, be, they, be, they don't actually be a parent. They want to push them off on somebody else. But Yeah, because I think as parents, we all think that, you know, our kids are perfect. Yeah. And they're going to be okay. You know, I was okay when I was a kid, so he'll be okay. And I think... I think that's just our way of sidestepping it. Oh, hey, mom. And, you know, and, and kids are getting social media accounts at younger ages. I right. mean, eight, nine, ten years old, you shouldn't be on social media yeah, at right, that right. account. And and that's where it starts. That's where look at all the violence you're seeing from PETA. Well, now these kids are going to grow up to be like, oh, my gosh, we can't ever hurt an animal. We can't. I, I watched a video of this, like, three-year-old saying, mommy, I don't want to eat chicken anymore because it hurts the chickens. I don't want to eat eggs anymore because it hurts the eggs. You need that. Yeah, you're well. You're gonna you be. You're, you're, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to eat a plant because yeah. you know the poor plant's gonna be poor screaming while I'm cutting it up. Because uh, Peta did that whole autism dairy thing. They mm. did. Did you see that? I, I heard about it. I didn't actually and like. It. It comes down to causation versus correlation. You can make statistics say pretty much anything you want. Right. There is everybody. Let's see. Listening to Justin Bieber music will make you younger because statistically speaking, younger people listen to Justin Bieber. Sweet. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the fountain of use. Time to start downloading some more beats. I believe. I mean, some but beats. So That's correlation versus causation. Those are two things that are connected, but they don't really have anything to do with each other. Right. So yeah, pe- more people were getting diagnosed with autism and people or people that drank milk got diagnosed with autism. Well, people that drank water got diagnosed with autism. Does water cause autism? No. That, that, that's an interesting point. That's like, you know, if you, if you were to say, hey, the sky is green and you kept saying it enough times, you got enough people to say it, eventually people are going to be like, mm, maybe blue is just another shade of green. Exactly, yeah, it's a different that. shade of green. Yeah. It's just, and people don't actually think anything past that because like you guys were saying, everybody just wants like the most basic information they can get. Right. And that's where they're going to go with. Right. But it's not... Yeah. It's not accurate, and it's it, the people that suffer are the ones that need the help. Mm-hmm. You know, because now everybody's more concerned about going vegan than helping that you know helping the people that are actually suffering from autism. Because you know, milk's bad, so we're gonna go off to the dairy farmers, and everybody should be vegan because because it, it hurts the chicken. Right. It, it's, it does. It's well, ridiculous. It's, it's the same as yeah. when PETA shows like you know a, a dairy farm where they're you know beating up the cows and. Oh. You shouldn't drink dairy and milk, and it, and it makes you stop and think. It's like, okay, well, what about the poor almonds? Yeah, what, <laughs> the, the trees, what, man. The soy. But, <laughs> but what you're not, but what you're not seeing is okay. Well, that's not every dairy farm. Yeah. I mean, you're trying, you're trying to get us to make an assumption. Okay, if you want to tell us which farm it was, I'll make sure that my milk doesn't come from there until they clean up there. That's fine. When but don't go, go around <laughs> trying to change an entire population to fit your agenda. Yeah. Because think about it. If we all did what Peter told us to do, and we stopped doing all their where would they be? What would they would what, what would they what, have what to they yeah, be doing? They, what would they be doing at that point? Because well, there's no longer an agenda to push. Look, PETA PETA is now non-existent. Well, what comes along next? The opposite of PETA? Do they or does PETA become you know? Hey, we're gonna be anti-PETA. No, you need to eat pets and <laughs> an organization yeah. that tells you you need to eat animals. You go in you the backyard. You sorry, go in the backyard can't. and eat your pet <laughs> cow. Their fear mongering videos would just be a bunch of like sheep frolicking across a hill. Yeah. The same is like, you know, look at Greenpeace. You see these, I saw these videos of these guys climbing Russian oil um, derricks out in the Arctic. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, 
Yeah, but these are the same, probably the same guys that are pumping gas into their car to drive around. Right. Greenpeace <laughs> had a very weird article up. Uh, this is a couple, few years back. Um, they said that when your pet dies, you need to eat it because it's better for the atmosphere than if you were to bury it in the backyard and let its its decaying uh, body release. That's that's nonsense because where we buried our cat in the front yard a couple months ago, there is some great grass growing. There. <laughs> that's nonsense. I can tell you right now. And the Amazon box I put it in is degradable, so it's going to go right back into the earth. Caring about the environment. That's right. I don't know about those inflatable like plastic things they keep, you know, to keep your stuff from getting broken. I put that in with her like it's a pillow, so I don't know if that'll that's degrade. Not, that's not biodegradable. So <laughs> that'll be in the lawn. Yeah. You know, somebody, that'll come up. But I find that nonsense. Yes. This is uh, episode one of Topic Apocalypse, where four, sometimes five, educated and or opinionated individuals gather around this table to discuss random topics for your amusement and ours. Eddie, what do you got for us? So uh, I'm going to switch it up and go to cars. Um, I want to talk. Love that movie. Oh wait! I don't wait. know. I'm not excited about Car- the third one though. Uh, the second one, the second, the second one wasn't that great. I'm expecting the third to not be so good. And this one, he's gonna crash and then turn him into a hybrid. <laughs> he's a Prius. So have you seen the BMW, the i8? I think it is. I, I, I could, I could own that. I could own that hybrid. It's a pretty nice looking car. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go over the Dodge, Dodge Challenger uh, SRT Demon. Okay. And I'm gonna do its counterpart, which uh, I, I'm not gonna really, I guess, count, call it counterpart because Camaro is not, or Chevy's not actually making the Camaro of this. So I'm gonna talk tonight about the Demon and the Exorcist. Okay. Um, so the Dodge Demon, um, it's coming out with a 6.2 liter Hemi. Uh, it is a V8. A lot of a lot of people have come out. There's so much speculation because, you know, the car's you know still getting its fine tunings and such. Um, a lot of people are coming out and saying, well, there's no difference between that and a Hellcat V8. Same exact engine. Well, there's actually they've they finally released on Dodge's website. Uh, there's going to be 25 major component upgrades from the Hellcat that include some inclusions are pistons, rods, uh, supercharger, valve train. And a new fuel injection injection system. The larger supercharger is going to give you 2.7 liters instead of the 2.4. Um, increased boost pressure to 14.5 psi. Um, it's going to get you an extra 300 rpm at 6,500. Uh, fuel you're looking at two dual stage fuel pumps, um, a large induction box with three sources of intake air, an air grabber, a hood scoop, and their hood scoop is actually the largest hood scoop that comes off a production car. Um, a dual air catcher headlamp um, and an inlet, inlet near the uh, wheel. Um, though it's really hard to call this because uh, Dodge is making all this cla- all these claims about it as far as being uh, the fastest accelerating car off of a production line. It's supposed to go uh, 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. Um, they're saying it's the first ever factory production car with an SRT power chiller. Um, First ever production car with an after run cooler, which is the Cooler 13. Um, fastest factory production car designed to run on high octane fuel. Um, so they're making a bunch of claims. World's most powerful production car. World's fastest quarter mile production car. 9.65 estimated time at 140 miles an hour as certified by NHR 16. 
it it's estimated because it's not actually they don't they they don't know they yet. Don't know. But remember to the road yet? Yeah. yeah. The the interesting thing, and before I go too far in, is you know they're making all these claims about being a production car. When I think production car, I'm thinking you know, 40,000 units, um, so on and so forth. They're only going to be making thirty three hundred of these guys. Um, three hundred of them going to Canada. Three thousand staying here in America. Um, in the United States of America. Of course, Canada is in North America. But 3,300 for North America, 300 going to Canada, uh, 3,000 for here in the United States. Um, my thought is on that is what's going to happen is these guys are going to come out. They're saying it's going to be under $100,000. There's no exact price figure yet. These things are going to be bought up really quick, and they're going to go in people's garages. They may be raced a couple times, but they'll go in people's garages. They'll be babied in, you know, for probably 40, 50 years. And then they'll be sold on an auction block. It's a, it's a Corvette, pretty much. A, same mentality. Yeah. So, but Corvettes are going to continually be made. So I'm wondering if the Dodge Demon, if it becomes like this huge popular thing, obviously I think it'd go into further production. But I think what Dodge is thinking is, you know what, being that this price tag is here, and after you hear some of the stuff you you get with it, you're gonna you're gonna be like, okay, well this car is not for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that car's really for anybody. With it, you get a custom-painted demon crate. Woo! So you ask yourself, oh my gosh, custom-painted? What do I get in the demon crate? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you get in a demon crate. Is it crate. like a loot crate? <laughs> Just bigger, and it's metal. Um, so you get an exclusive personalized demon crate, which includes direct connection performance parts, front-runner wheels, and wait, the wait, demons... Wait, wait, wait. Huh? Crates. So they're giving you parts. A crate. Yeah. And what do you do with them? <coughs> well, what? I think it's I think it's like the Ford GT. They give you like all the like a little owner supplied kit, and you can change out little things to make it yours. Huh, sweet. You yeah. get a jack with it, so you can jack your car up to switch out those really awesome but tires. I mean, which is factory on any other vehicle. Okay. Yeah. Why give you extra parts if? You don't need them. You don't need them. No, you need to personalize your hundred thousand dollar, <laughs> uh, uh, close to a hundred thousand dollar car. Hey, you're but you get the Demon Track Pack system with it, which hold on, let me include this one. Um, the tools touted in it have the Demon logo because they have to have that for under hundred grand. You get a hydro hydraulic floor jack, a cordless impact wrench with charger, a torque wrench, a tire pressure gauge, and a fender cover with a tool bag. I'm all in it for the tire pressure gauge now. Yeah. So here's the they'll thing. Take two. They don't even give you a bumper sticker. <laughs> no, they don't want you to put it under hundred grand. They're not going to let you have a bumper sticker. But the interesting thing is, mm -hmm. is when you buy the car, you get one seat. You get the driver's seat. That's it. But you don't get seats. You don't get. You get one driver's seat. It's like so you old get school AC. Toyota. Yeah. You guys start building it. And then <clears throat> the tires that are on there are the the thinnest grade tires because they're meant more for track that you can actually put for the uh, Highway for, Transportation for, for Safety Administration. Yeah, they're not DOT spec. Uh, but see, here's, here's one for you. You just spend under 100 grand to get all this cool crap. To drive you go to the yourself. track, and you're like, hey, I want to race on the track. Nope. You're not track gotta, certified. Gotta have a roll cage installed. So there's another few grand for you. So what do you? What is the point of this car? What do you do? What is the point of having it's, look a Hellcat? What I have. It's so shiny. the Hellcat, I'll give it to you. You get Hellcat, you get all the seats. You can drive around on the street with <coughs> the Hellcat. Like, but but what's but ultimately what's the purpose of it? It gets you from point A to B. Just, just like any other but car. But in the Demon, you'd be by yourself. Like you couldn't. Well, take you can buy, someone somewhere. You can buy this extra seats. You can buy extra but seats. But no, we're talking about the way you said production. So the way it comes is, it, yes, is it by does, yourself. It does come with one seat. So it's like the forever alone car. 
Oh, here we go. The rear seat. <laughs> Not forever. Uh, so let's see. The rear seat delete allows the installation of a harness bar without altercation of the interior. The driveline has an upgraded prop shaft. Um, let's see. Increases its torque capacity over 15%. So apparently not having the back seats gives you better torque. Weight reduction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the Dodge Demon. There's, there's a ton more that's just not known yet. A lot of it's um, speculation, as I said, because they there's actually just no way of knowing right now. Um, they do have a, uh, the, uh, let me see here. Included is an awesome direct connection performance. Um, it's a little LCD monitor that's basically built into the car that lets you set up the car the way that you want it. Um, they have timers for your reaction time. Um, it'll show you all your peak and lateral, uh, longitudinal G forces, gauge readouts for the oil pressure and temperature, coolant temperature, transmission. Fluid. What would you actually do with any of that information? Well, as far as if you're actually using it to drag race on, those are all important. But you important can't use it to, to drag race until you install the roll cage. Right. So, but like I said, a majority of these are going to be bought up. They're going to be put into a garage and you're not going to use them. These, these aren't your everyday daily drivers. So... So this brings us up to Hennessy Motors, which I don't know any of you yes. are possible. Any, anybody knows about it. So um, basically what they did was, you know, people were saying, no, I don't, I don't want to buy a Dodge. I, come on, I'm, I'm not a Mopar guy. I'm a Chevy guy. So Hennessy Motors came along and said, you know what? We can make a demon killer. We can make the Exorcist. Even though I, you'll I, probably I, never see a demon out there racing unless, you know, some guy bought it and before he garages it. I do give him props on the name though. That is the ex- freaking clever. The, like that the, is the Exorcist. <laughs> I yes, but that that name comes at a cost. Um, so basically, throw up green vomit all over it. Anything um, it comes with a price. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen some other stuff. A big price. But I mean, it's if that's what you're into, and you know that's what you're paying for, you're getting a good quality product. I'll, I'll give them that much. Right. So basically, you're taking. Um, you're taking a uh, V8 uh, ZL1 Camaro, which you're already starting off at like 63 grand. And to tune it up, to get your, your car up to where it needs to be, it's going to be an additional $55,000. So you're looking to be in this thing around over, over $100,000. So the Demon Killer is a price killer because you're paying more than the Demon but with the Camaro, you can drive that every single day. I mean, you're not going to feel uncomfortable in it. Well, right. Camaros are nice cars. Like, in general, you can... Camaros are nice you to drive in. With. So, so, so this comes with all the seats. Yes. This, yeah, well, well, you're buying... So the Dodge, you're buying from Dodge. You're buying from their dealerships. The Camaro, you're taking somewhere after you buy it. So, so, so you're buying you're going a Camaro to, and taking it to Hennessy. Yeah, you're yeah. going to your local Southern California Chevy dealer. And then you're like, okay, hey, Hennessy, here's my $65,000 car. Make it an spot. exorcist. Okay, speaking, uh, speaking of Chevy <laughs> dealers, okay, you, have you guys seen the... I saw it on my Facebook uh, feed. The Premier Auto Deal, or Premier Chevrolet in Buena Park. They had this picture, and it was like these union, three union guys holding a big old sign on the corner. And it says, Premier Chevrolet hates wetbacks. Oh yes, I saw that. Wait, what? Yes. Or, or it was like, Someone... or or Premier Chevrolet says "fuck you" to wetback, something like that. Yes. Leave that out if you need to. And I was sitting there, That's I'm like, little, yeah, that's <coughs> really what it like. I, I need to yeah. see the sign. Hold on. There was a banner. 
so I'm sitting there like, wait, why, why does this say this? Like, are they treating their workers bad? Is this like service staff? There's not a lot to it. In the bottom corner, it says local union, so on and so forth. So I go in to read this and I'm like, okay, well, what is this? It, it's a labor dispute, but it's not for anybody that actually works for Premier Chevrolet. I guess what happened is, is Premier Chevrolet is going to be building another dealership. They're going to be building a Fiat Dodge Jeep. FCA. Uh, yeah. Um, dealership. And they, they told the union, hey, if you could speak on our behalf at the, at the council meeting and endorse it, we'll, we'll consider you for the bids. Well, they wound up going with another company because, you know, the word we're going to consider you means, yeah, you've got it. So it's this unit or this union trying to get back it at the dealership right. for, is it, did you see it? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck you wetbacks. So they're, they're saying, hey, this is the union's way of saying, hey, you don't back out of a deal on us. We're going to show you. So they're basically slandering Premier Chevrolet because obviously everybody that works for the union is a wetback. Yeah. What a terrible thing already, but like I I don't understand that. It's like, okay, we're mad at you, so we're gonna go out and say this. They have a bigger you. sign, by the way. Premier Chevrolet has put up a bigger sign that says there is no labor dispute involving Premier Premier does not <clears throat> promote racism. The claims of these paid protesters are untrue. It's true they are paid protesters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because well, they're paid for by a union, so your union dues everyone. So a lot a giant a giant twenty foot sign is expensive to make, okay? If yeah. they were broke, they wouldn't be able to go and that that's a nice sign too. That's like it is. that's it's, quality, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, that, that wasn't like somebody I was thinking somebody like wrote it or like painted it on No, it was yeah, a legitimate no, that, sign. That was like, it was like a custom made sign. That'd probably cost you like four or five hundred dollars to, can you, to can make. Can you imagine being the sign maker and you're just like making this big old banner? You're I like would love to see the person order the sign so i want it to say <laughs> this so anyway so go down to your local chevy dealership whether it be premier or whoever i endorse nobody specifically um and you're going to take your camaro that you just paid 63 grand for which you know i'm, I'm sure it's a little bit more after your tax title and license um you're going to dump 55 grand into it that's going to get you a larger supercharger custom induction system and other upgrades that exact to uh, 966 pounds of foot torque, which if you have the money to do that, I've seen tons of video where people take their, uh, whether it be their Mustangs or their Corvettes and they try, you know, to do burnouts as they're coming out of a parking lot and they wind up crashing their car. Yeah. That is just, that is just too much for anybody to have at oh, their foot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so the upgrade but comes. Could you really take any car to them and have them do all that so, stuff to it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Here's the ironic thing. <laughs> Hennessy took Dodge Vipers and called them Hennessy Venoms. They twin turboed Dodge Vipers. So now they're going out to kill the company that they actually made a grip load of money on, upgrading their cars. Now they're going to go to a competitor and upgrade those to mm-hmm. make sense. everyone happy well there comes an ironic twist at the end of this and it, it, it depends on the car because some cars you'd have to change out components you'd have to change out axle suspension but with that much with that much torque you rip the entire car apart but i'm just saying like theoretically speaking you could take just about anything to hennessy and be like make this a whatever for a, pr- for a price for Ford a price Raptor, absolutely Velociraptor yeah, is from hennessy yeah <laughs> those things are crazy so it's like frankenstein they're, they're not, they don't discriminate. They're not prejudiced they're against in, anything. They just want the money. They love they just, money, yeah. Who doesn't? Oh, for real, yeah. Everybody so, likes money. So you can get both a six-speed manual transmission. That's what comes in it. You can also get a 10-speed automatic transmission, but uh, that upgrade for that 10-speed automatic transmission is going to cost you an additional 10 grand. 
thousand dollars of speed. Sweet. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And then for an extra nine thousand dollars on top of all of that, they'll throw in the drag pack, and that consists of twenty a pair of twenty inch wheels wrapped with uh, three fifteen thirty Nido tire drag radials, um, an upgraded uh, drive shaft, floor jack, and a tool kit. Um, and then for an extra seven thousand dollars, they'll throw in the road race pack which includes 20-inch Hennessy wheels fitted with Michelin Pilot Sport 2 cup tires. Um, they're saying that the Hennessy will be clocked 60 miles per hour with a speed uh, within 30 seconds, or within 3 seconds. So, At 153,000, it better. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's, it's... but that's not including the 10,000 if you want no, the automatic. Is. No, I added it all. Oh, did you? So okay. it, autom- it, comes, it automatically comes in manual. Right, you have to pay extra money for the automatic. automatic but correct. if you live in Southern California, you need the automatic because you're just gonna you're gonna burn pay ten grand. You're, you're gonna pay ten. Yeah, you're gonna bring your clutch out. You're gonna be absolutely miserable. So yeah, so though it's funny because the car will, car will be clocked at the sixty mile per hour speed within three seconds, but that's still not as fast as the demon. Yeah. Okay. So, but the, is... theoretically, it's not as fast as the demon because it's not there yet. The demon um, doesn't exist. It's true. Okay, this is my question to you then, is a lot of uh, automotive outlets are comparing, like the, like Motor Trend, all these magazines and companies and people just on on, on the internet are comparing the two. They're saying, oh, the Exorcist is going to be faster than the uh, than the Demon or, and so on and so forth. But the thing is, like, we we don't know any of this stuff because we... No. Back when the uh, the Stingray was reinvented by, by Chevy... They everyone's like, oh, this is gonna be the uh, the Viper killer, but they said for for people reviewing these cars, they said you're not allowed if you're reviewing our car, you're not allowed to race it against anything else. Well, because they don't want they don't want you looking back. Well, yeah. that was the same. I don't know if you ever watched Top Gear, but that was the same with Top Gear. They didn't want Ferrari, McLaren, and Porsches being raced on the same racetrack. Yeah, because they didn't want one because a lot of it depends on track conditions, the tires they're using, the weather. Um, barometric pressure, anything. Yeah, I mean, there's literally when I know when um, Amazon Prime did their show, um, amazing uh, Grand Tour or Grand Tour. That's right. Yeah. Um, they they send out like Ferrari, McLaren. They send out their text with the car, mm-hmm. and they'll sit there. You'll do a you'll do a hot, lap. A, ra- a hot lap, and then they'll sit there. Oh, these tires aren't right. They'll switch out so the they'll tires. They'll lower the suspension. Yeah, they will. They want their car running in prime condition. On one of their episodes, they had that. They had um, where they were out on the track, and dude brings in a full two semis yeah. worth of equipment and techs, and they're like jacking cars up. Nope, nope. Just in downforce on the spoilers, everything. It was just it's insane. And then it's because they don't want to look bad, and they're like, "Well, you're not technically a professional driver, so." We're going to yeah. give you every opportunity to make you look like one. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. So, you know, you may be thinking in your head, oh my gosh, I'm so pissed. I just bought this, you know, Dodge Demon, and now they come out with this Camaro that can do this. Well, you know, well, well technically Hennessy, nobody's coming out with a Camaro that can do this. You have to take it somewhere and well, get out of it. But it's possible. So, the, so now, but now Hennessy Motors is saying, hey, you know what? We have a Dodge Demon package. We can, <laughs> we can get you over 1,100 horsepower to so beat that Camaro Exorcist. That? So what are they calling the Dodge Legion? <laughs> they, 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 yet. The Dodge Legion. <laughs> <laughs> they call this Legion for and now, that's, and now that's taken. And like I said, 
I did pending. <laughs> I did this. Re- I did this research a week and a half ago. Over the last few weeks, there's been so much that's changing, so much that's come on. Um, so they they may have done some testing that I just don't know about. Dodge has yeah um, to substantiate these claims. Um, they may have actually gone and ran the uh, zero to sixty. Not hundred percent sure, so don't quote me on that. Again, this is a week old and. I work for a manufacturer. They're not that quick. Okay, so <laughs> I guarantee that. And I don't. And I don't even. I don't even think the demons come out towards the, till the end of the year. Yeah. So, but see, here's one for you. You know, you, you have a Dodge Demon. You don't want to put a roll cage in it. You don't want to take it around. Last week, I saw a news article. It was about you know guys going out to the streets and they'll do like you know their their donuts and their racing. Right. So I I honestly don't see someone dropping. You know, close to a hundred grand and going to their local neighborhood oh, and be like, "Oh, be check this out, my friend." <laughs> but I think this brings up a th- you know a fact because last night at the Westminster Mall they had this issue. Um, about ten thirty at night, they had a group of people going into the parking lot. You know, they had mall security. Westminster police wound up showing up. Westminster police basically said, "Hey, we need you guys to take off," and they're like, "No, you know, f you. We're just going to keep going," and they kept going. Didn't you know arrest anybody? They just let them keep going. So I think I think it needs to be examined. You know, if we're going to keep putting cars like this out on streets, maybe opening up a race night like a track night where, you know, if you want guys that want to go do donuts and be stupid, taking their liability away, you know, so well, they can't sue Ir- you. Irwindale, race That's, night does it, and then they're they're still talking about opening up Lions again. Yeah, the problem with Lions was they closed it down because there are so many noise complaints. Really? So. I, <laughs> I guess it just need to be put somewhere where people wouldn't cry about it. So I, I think that's I think that's another thing that needs to be addressed is you know, is there anything wrong with doing donuts in your car? No, absolutely not. Right. But hey, let's give you somewhere safe to do it so you're not just running into you know the normal everyday citizen. I mean, who knows? Maybe I want to go to the Westminster Mall at eleven o'clock at night and do donuts. Yeah. I mean, what what else chill. could I possibly want to do at eleven? Damn it! O'clock I'm at a, night? I'm American. <laughs> Please, I will do donuts if I want to. So, yeah, that's that's the Dodge Demon and the uh, Chevy Exorcist. All right, both, both um, expensive machines. I mean, uh, as soon as you find out what they're calling like the the Demon upgrade, can you let me know? Cause I, I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if they already have the name for it. I, I want to know what they call it. The Legion would be fun. When you're getting into those costs, I I personally would rather have you know Mercedes, AMG. Yeah, I, I'd have no problem picking up one of those. I mean, if you're going to talk about those kind of products, because the thing is, is you know, well, for the, Dod- the Dodgers are your... You can get um, a Maserati Super Sport, a Spider. It's not like the best Maserati, but it's still a Maserati. It's, but it's a Maserati. See, okay, if, if I had that kind of money to spend on a car, I wouldn't buy. I, I wouldn't buy something like that. I would buy like the uh, Jaguar XKR or like something oh, that would be fun. fun I'm sorry, for me to drive. it's all about Jaguar F Type. The F Type. Like, the F Type. The F Type. You know, I was kind of disappointed. I. If Jaguar listens to this ever in their entire, if anybody ever were listens from Jaguar, um, I was at their Orange County Auto or at the Orange County Auto Show, and you know they have these, they have their representatives that come out and they talk about the car. You know, we did the 90 second tour of the F Type Sport, beautiful car. Lady that was giving us the tour, she was awesome because you know you get keychains and stuff for doing the yeah, tour. Yeah. As long as you signed up for their emails, which I just sent to spam. Um, <laughs> But knew absolutely nothing about the car. You know, oh, hey, look, wow, this is a really nice leather interior. I mean, was she oh. pretty, though? Oh, well, of course she okay, was. See, that's no. the thing. They don't care. Like, they, they don't expect you to talk to pretty girls about cars. That's a stereotype right there. They're just like, yeah, but that, you know, you know that let, doesn't let mean me they're. Let me hand you a brochure. That sounds kind of sexist to me. 
I mean, no, it is, no, but it's something that they do, though. That's just, like, but, the thing. But, dude, it was, it was such a good auto show up until that point. I'm like, and, you know, I got into an XJ, and there's so much chrome on the inside. Like, I, if you're driving it during the day and the sun hits any of that chrome, I mean, the, the light, the... The fluorescent lights inside the building were blinding me. I can only imagine if the sun hit this chrome. I don't know how people drive in these things. But super comfortable. I Sunglasses. Still yeah. with that. Well, no, you just... Yeah. We have a camera and the sun hits the chrome off of the shifter and it's blinding me. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have those kind of cars, I guess you have drivers. Yeah. You're just chilling in the back. Jenkins? Jeeves? Yeah. Take me around the park. Take me around the park. But, oh. you know, I've, the F-Type, I got into it, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, the seats, you know, they're they're meant for kind of skinnier people, like, you know, fit people. Yeah. And it's their Yeah, you fit into it. You fit. Yeah. <laughs> I can fit into some pants. I'm good. I fit. <laughs> so the sides of the seat were kind of wrapping in and kind of poking me. Like yeah. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy one of these one day, and I don't care if it hurts. It's going to feel it's gonna feel so good. So worth it. Uh, I can't wait for the next auto show. All right, this is the first ever episode of Topic Apocalypse, where four, sometimes five, educated and or opinionated people gather around this table to discuss random topics for your entertainment and ours. Kelly, what do you got for us? Um, Vaccine-preventable diseases, because um, there's a breakout of measles in Minnesota in the Somali population, and they were specifically targeted by um, Wakefield and some of the anti-vaccine groups. Um, in between 2008 and now, their vaccine rates in this sub-community <clears throat> have dropped from 90% to 40%. Why is that? Um, because they are... Because science. Because Wakefield tells people that vaccines cause, cause autism, and they don't. Is Wakefield's this, is, been discredited. The man doesn't have a license to practice the, medicine He anymore. was the British physician, right? Is, yes. is this kind of what's going all over the internet right now? Like what people are debating? The yes. Well, I, I, think it, I think it's popped up again because there was an outbreak in... Um, well, there's several outbreaks right now. Um, no, there, but there was a big hit. It was a community where oh, 42, 42 people got hit with measles. That's the one we're talking about in right. Minnesota. And then there's one... Or Min was it Minnesota? Minnesota. Okay. There's one here in California with um, Vercella, which is also chickenpox. Or which I guess it would be mostly known as chickenpox in um, Angora County. There is a public school that had to exclude a hundred um, students that are not vaccinated for the next three months because three people in the school in different grades came up with chickenpox. And since there were three different grades, they needed, to, according to the health department, they wanted the kids that weren't vaccinated to stay home to stop the infection from spreading any further. Okay, so. Okay, so the, the so the people not vaccinating their kids is that that's what's causing the yes okay that's yeah I mean because I I've been kind of paying attention to this whole thing but like I don't have a kid so it's not like I don't I don't have a you know I haven't dug too deep into it but so so what what is the uh, what are the what are they doing about it? Like, what is is anyone paying attention to this to, to what's going yeah, on? Yeah, there's and saying, um, like, oh wow, maybe we're wrong about this. There's a huge movement of people trying to um, trying. Well, it pretty much comes down to people that just don't believe in science. They just want to. Um, it's back to the fear mongering thing. Yeah. Where they think like the kind of people who think there's a giant conspiracy where we're keeping the cure for cancer hidden away somewhere. And I mean, our government couldn't get into an iPhone without help. 
And they seriously That's think true. there's some kind of giant conspiracy well, they, they about vaccines. They eventually got. But like <laughs> Yeah, but there's always but there's always been that big movement. I think I don't think that's recent. I, there's always been that big movement of vaccination for, and then that actually that big it wasn't a big movement until um, the Lancet article in 2006, which was written by Wakefield and 11 other doctors. The other 11 doctors who said, "Wait, no, you know, no, take my name off of that. I don't want anything to do with it." And then um, well, Wakefield he lost who, his license. Well, no, Wake, <laughs> Wakefield didn't lose his license immediately. It actually took him a couple years and quite a bit of. Um, violating his Hippocratic Oath to get his license taken away. He can't practice medicine anywhere in the world anymore because he is, he's killing children, like plain and simple. With what he's telling people, it's causing, it's causing people to to die. So he's a shady doctor. And then there's um, like in Australia, there's Dr. Tenpenny. She does the same kind of thing um, where they... Is is there scientific evidence that shows that not vaccinating your kids is good for them. Like, no. where are they getting this idea There, there from? is no evidence. Like, literally, they've done meta-studies that have over 50 years and, like, 340,000 kids and how great vaccines are for their children. And they're like, no. No vaccines cause autism. Or, you know, those vaccine well, injuries. If you look, if you look at a lot of the, the anti-vaccinator, and I, and I see it on Facebook, again, with Facebook posts yeah, and, like, yeah. people being very committed... I, I see a lot of them. I see a lot of them as, uh, and this is no offense to anybody in particular. A lot of them as stay-at-home moms who feel that they've read an article, they found a, a support group about it, they and they said, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. These people believe what I believe. Yeah. I've read, and I know what's good for my son. Everybody else is vaccinated, so why shouldn't my kids so need it, to be vaccinated?" It's a movement born of bored internet surfing. Yeah, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. But all those movies and stuff being produced, people are spending millions of dollars to try and prove to you why you shouldn't spend millions of dollars to vaccinate your kids, but you give them millions of dollars to prove why you shouldn't. So it's just trying to take from column A and give it to column B. And there's been millions of dollars. And the kids on top are the that. ones that are suffering. Exactly. Yeah. And then you know millions of dollars with the CDC who have came out and said, "Hey, there is no link at all." There isn't. Uh, but, the and, CDC, and the C- but the CDC is from the government. They're that's true. You. That's why. But it's see, the evil government. See, evil. But see, the biggest, the, a big thing with what anti-vaxxers say is, well, of course doctors are pushing the shots on you because they get paid but every time they do it. Do you know or, how much it costs for one measles vaccine? Like fifty dollars. You know how much it costs to have somebody treated in a hospital for measles? Over ten thousand dollars. Which is the so, great thing because which if you have Obamacare is good. Because but, well, that's the great thing is because they're trying to tell you you can save so much money on not getting your kid vaccinated, but yet when he comes down with something that could have been prevented from a vaccination, you're spending money hand over fist. You're mortgaging your house. You're selling your kidney on the black market to fix your kid. So yeah. a, a lot of these people are. So they're <coughs> they're arguing this point and they're putting their kids' lives on the line just and to other prove that kids they're and other people's kids, yeah. Like if your kids are too young to be vaccinated, well, or you know, God is, forbid that you know, some well, child that's on chemo treatment, yeah. you can't be vaccinated because they're suppressing your immune system. Well, here's perfect example, or I mean, perfect proof that it's real because a doctor lost his medical license; they wanted to silence him, so that makes it true. Right. That's what some anti-vaxxers will tell you. So, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go with the guy that went to medical school. And is telling me, hey, this is what's good for your kid. The cool, sounds good to me. Thank you. When yeah, your car's broken, yeah. you take it to a mechanic. When your lights don't work, you call an electrician. 
lights on your car, lights in your house. You know what I mean. Hey, like with electrical technicians at dealerships. Thank you. I got your back. There we go. See, there we go. <laughs> what matters is you go to an expert. Right. So why would you take your car to a mechanic, but then when it comes to something, you know, life or death? No, I'm going to Google that. And, you know, Google said that um, I saw a meme and vaccines are bad. Hey, they, doctor, they have aluminum in them. And Doctor, I broke my arm. Can you fix that? Yeah, you know, I can give you a shot to take care of, you know, the rusty nail that you fell on. No, no, just fix the arm. Well, there's thanks. a little girl yeah. in Australia right now who is in the hospital for tetanus. Because she got a cut on her arm and her parents didn't get her tetanus well, shot. Well, it's not like there's a cure girls. for that. Oh, wait. There yeah, isn't a, a cure. How's that polio going? Oh, wait. <laughs> See, to me, this is the same thing with, like, holistic medicines. Yes. Which, is an, which is also bullshit. They, they, Pardon, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no. I mean, it's fine. You're good. Because people are like, oh, yeah, I, I was allergic... I was allergic to this, and then I went to see this holistic doctor. Made me sniff in burning leaves or something, and now I'm I'm fine. It's just like oh, they were checking you for the plague. Wait, yeah. what, was, what leaf? Wait a minute, what? I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just yeah. It, it's like did he have a long mask but, with the yeah, they nose just come on it? up with like these weird well, things? Do you, do you know the whole homeopathy thing? The more diluted something gets, the stronger it is. Like it's absolutely absurd. Like no, that's not true. At least not in car cleaning products. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's what they tell. Like Jeez. literally, when you look, it's ridiculous. They well, sell you sugar pills and say it's yeah, yeah. medicine, and it's not. I because I I talked to someone who said they were like, yeah, I was bipolar, but then I went to see a holistic doctor, and he gave me a massage, and now I'm not bipolar anymore. And I was like that. That medicine is really not how any of that works. Not how, that's how that any works. of this works. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gave me a massage and a prescription. Yeah. Did you take your prescription? Well, yeah. Well, that's why he don't have bipolar. No, no, yeah. it was the massage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he told me to come back every week. But they charge, yeah, and they charge you all this money to like because it's not covered by your insurance. Chew on a yeah. stick. Like, I don't well, it's the same people that tell you. Chew on a stick. It's the same people that are out there saying, "Oh, you know, chemo is going to kill you. Drink this juice, and it's going to, you know, cure your cancer." Are you or, really willing to put your life on the line? But you know, I can. But people under, are, and people are dying. But I can understand. I can understand people's fear of doctors. I mean, at one time, it was thought that if you bleed your blood, you'll feel better. And then look what happened to George Washington. Okay, but Kelly, no, 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 no. Yes, George Washington bled to death. It okay. is prevax, prevax. See, he didn't get vaccinated. There yeah. it is. Exactly. If, if he uh, would have been I vaccinated, didn't... he wouldn't have died. There we go. No, it does. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is, I'm not telling you to blindly trust your doctor. I'm saying, look at the evidence. There is literally thousands and thousands and thousands of studies saying, hey, this is you know these are going to keep your kids from getting sick. This is how we kill cancer. Um, well, there's but, theories but on how we kill cancer. Usually I, it's the chemo that gets here. But I did the research and I saw that a thousand people liked this one article, so it has to be right. So well, the best, have you, have you seen, water again, again on social media, the comment, reading the comment section of some of these people's like posts. It's the best. No, I'm not a doctor. I This is just what I feel is best for my kids, so you should feel the same way. <laughs> so. And how dare you comment on my Facebook page against something I said. Uh, duh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Did, did you just disagree with me? Yeah. And then people are surprised Locked. there's people disagreeing. I, <laughs> again, it goes, and then it, but it goes, it goes back to what you were talking about with social media. People don't even read something. They just, and, and they just know everything. And it, it didn't, was it Robert, was it De Niro that came out with a film that was supposed to come out last year? It was Vaxxed. It was Vaxxed. That shit was off of the shelves so quick because they pulled it. Because 
he was catching so much shit for it. Well, because he yeah. he came out and he was originally saying that he thinks that both sides of the story need to be um, heard. Heard because they have it's been either heard. his son or his grandson. I'm not sure, but he has um, a young male relative that has autism. So he, for some reason, doesn't understand how autism works. So he thinks that um, people need to hear well, that vaccines might cause autism, but they do, don't. Don't you hear no. that like it would be evidence enough though that even before people started vaccinating, like people were getting autism, like. So, but see well, here's but see here's calling it autism. But see here we didn't know what it was. But see, ADHD, it yeah, was but hyper, everything. Yeah. But that's where but that's Mania. where we come back. That's where we come back to mental health. So the way we used to deal with mental health was extremely disturbing. We would lock these people into. Asylums. Um, asylums. And, Which you know, some of the houses. some of the way to cure mental illness was whipping them, um, shock therapy, tying them in a straitjacket, leaving them lobotomies, wrapping you in really tight, uh, wet sheets. So was was autism there? Yeah, it was just called something different. We when Johnny was a little bit different and was embarrassing the family, Johnny went and lived in the asylum. So and nobody so, talked about Johnny. And who Johnny who the hell? Who the hell knows how many cases there actually were and if it was vaccinations that caused it. I mean, here's the perfect point. Medicine is constantly evolving. I mean, we went from treating mental illness and asylums, you know, that would be considered heinous acts of crime because it was medicine. It was acceptable. But we went we went from doing that. We got rid of that. Now we throw pills at things. But but now we're here with what the best that we have. You know, if, if right. we don't vaccinate our children, okay, well, shit, there's going to be an outbreak of, you know, look at Disneyland. There was the measles. outbreak of measles. Yeah. So if you don't vaccinate, it, it's going to spread. So what what's the alternative? If, if you want to say you're anti-vax, same with PETA. I, I, here we are. If you want to say you're anti-vax, give me a fucking solution to fix the problem. Because if we don't vaccinate... Oh, no, but they don't care about anybody else. Literally, you can see where these people are saying, well, How my kid's not sick, so I don't see why, you know. Damn it, you people have the American... Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you'll well, call is, it, you get it for free. This is totally yeah. a first world problem. This is yeah. not a problem they have in well, developing because, countries. Well, because no, there's still kids dying from polio in India. Well, there's still people that measles. are. Yeah. There's, I mean, these well, are when, still you're, when we're problems. vaccinating kids in Africa, it's not like I mean they just line up and they get what's shot in their arm. So I mean, parents exactly they line they up really for know. hours and days in the burning sun to get their kids vaccinated, and people here, no, I'm sorry, you know, little Jimmy doesn't need a vaccine. He'll be fine. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. give him some sugar water and so, some well, jalapeno for, smoothies or something. He'll I be don't right. understand because, of course, the, he, they're going to say, "Hey, my kid is fine." But if their kid hasn't been exposed to whatever can cause the measles or uh, you know whatever virus you can get or chicken pox or something, you know, there are actually people out there that are an, you know it's not that they're anti vax it's just they're pro disease. No, no, no. Yeah. Their parents yes. did it to them. So what they'll do is their kids aren't vaccinated for chicken pox. They'll take their kids to someone somewhere in their community and that has chicken and, pox and, and they'll expose them. Just so they can get, get chicken pox. And get it out of the way. Oh, yeah. It's a, That's a thing. thing. Absolutely. It's a, thing. it's a huge thing. Welcome to America, man. That's a big thing in Australia, too. Most people are. <laughs> most countries are like, I don't want it. Here, 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 Johnny. Here, why don't you go play over at his house? But he hasn't been in school in like a week. He's sick. It's fine. It's make fine. sure you touch those weird yeah, bumps just, on his arm. Just make sure you greet him yeah. with a hug and big hugs. Rub yeah. each other. You know, not, not yeah. that way. But you don't you want know. adult chicken pox. Yeah. But the moment the you get shingle, yeah. well, the moment you get chicken pox, you can get the shingles. Exactly. It's totally just it's, it's intuitive. We look up on WebMD. I mean, I've even you know for like I minor things. Like, I'm dying. Yeah. 
matter what you do, you're going to have an MD. You're going to have You're going to be like, oh, hey, I have a irritated skin and the flu. I'm sorry. You don't have the plague. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like this big, like, bulb is, you know, thing on the side of your head. It's not that. You know, I was going to come in, but WebMD said it could just be a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, I, it says because I have irritated skin. It's because you're scratching it. Stop. I think that. I think that's you know. That's why they have the nurses. It hurts when I do this. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. It hurts yeah. when I touch my my finger right here. Well, don't touch your finger there. It's, it's broken. There's an open yeah. sore right there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I get it. All right, this is uh, topic apocalypse where four, sometimes five, educated or and or opinionated people gather around this table to discuss random topics for your amusement and ours. Daniel, what do you got for us? Let's talk about how people say you shouldn't give your children electronics like an iPad. Nonsense. As, as my four-year-old is watching an iPad right now. They're the best babysitters. It, there's that, but everyone says oh, it's going to kill their imagination. I can speak from experience with my daughter that she, her imagination exploded the second she started watching those stupid unboxing videos on YouTube. Seriously. Whoa, I mean, what's they stupid? drive us. What's stupid about them? I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, stupid's a bad word. I'm sorry. No, that's that's. I watch yeah. unboxing videos. But you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. I'll never be able to Account- afford. Accountability. That's Accountability. Better. Thanks, Gwen. Love that's you. Super cool video. But oh. it's just. But it's like <laughs> some of the stuff is like I'm watching it and like like it's driving me crazy. But she loves it, and it. She started doing her own. Like she would. All of a sudden, her Barbies and her toys started having conversations and. The stuff that she comes up with is just so amazing. So it had the reverse effect where it, it opened a, her imagination. Exactly. Don't, I mean, okay. okay, when I was a kid, like, I used to pretend to be a superhero, but I didn't know what a superhero was until I saw it on television, until I saw it. And then watch, you're just like, sitting there like, man, I feel like a dummy because that's not even what a superhero looks like in my head. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, that, that, I, think, I don't think technology <laughs> is necessarily a bad thing. No. I, I think it's a great thing. I think, you know, it should be limited. I think like... Yeah, as long as you moderate it, yeah. Yeah. Like but my that's s- anything. But that's great. I mean, Abram, you know, my son, eight years old, will go to Disneyland all the time. And, you know, he'll sit there and he'll watch YouTube. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, how does he watch that all day? He's watching Minecraft videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came along this one video. We're standing in line for Soren. And he's like, hey, Dad, did you know when the um, engineers were building this ride, they couldn't figure out how to build it? And I'm like, oh, wow, really? And he's like... Yeah, I was watching a YouTube video. This guy, he was working on the ride, and they were about to scrap the project, and he was at his family's house for Thanksgiving. And he used the toy. And he pulled out an erector set and uh, just built it in his garage, and they figured out the mechanism to help move the ride. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, that's r- that's that's cool. I didn't know that. Right on. You literally learn anything on YouTube. Like You can learn how to tie a noose on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 90% of what I do with film and video, like I learned from YouTube. I mean, another great example of YouTube is you can um, go on there and watch how to vaccinate your children. So they don't Full die circle, from disease. Bam! But you can also get some really, really dumb videos. Yeah, stay on away YouTube. from the dumb videos. Like, I'm sorry. But I, I think like the I Illuminati is gonna rule the world. Or you know, my, yeah, the conspiracy my, videos. My nephew, um, Jeremy, um, Morgan's kid. Yeah. You know, he well, plays. Oh, he plays on. Um, not, he'll play on his. Not Morgan's. He calls not him, Morgan's kid. Yeah, yeah, definitely not Morgan's. He calls kid. it yellow, but he plays on his iPad. <laughs> and his dude, iPad. he's he's. He's what two and a half? He's gonna be three. Soon. He's gonna be three in June. Yeah. And he's got his colors down, and it's yeah. from watching videos on his iPad. It's astonishing. It's great stuff. She can. She's better at you know my her iPad than my parents are who bought the iPad for us, <laughs> which we all knew where it was really going. But and you're just like, 
we put games on there for her, and then she even gets tired of it after a while. It's like, do you want to play? Like, I'll ask you. Wanna, no, I don't want to play. Well, I kind of like you to, so I can do some stuff around. And I can watch my own shows instead, because <laughs> now you want to watch other shows on TV that drive me to want to. Nobody drink. wants to watch Paw Patrol. Yeah, I love Paw Patrol. That's my favorite show ever. What are you talking about? It's so great. Dogs that can talk, but cats can't. For Abram, it was Caillou. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey, it's Caillou. Now I, you know what? Because it was another white boxing. I saw it. He was like, hey, it's me. I saw, you know what? I saw, that on Net- I saw that on Netflix. I'm like, Abram, look, you want to watch Caillou? No, I don't want to watch that. What's that? I'm like, dude, you used to watch it as a little kid. I know I did. is the ugliest child on any cartoon I have ever seen. Oh, you have yeah. not seen a lot of other shows, amigo. Yeah. <laughs> do some research. Do your research before you start watching. Yeah, Google that, okay? <laughs> okay. So do you, Get on the Google. Do you ever think as a society, we'll get to the point, and, and I've talked to my wife about this, where kids will get out of, you know, it'll be technology pushed at school. You know, the kids will have iPads to write on instead mm-hmm. of paper. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to Kelly about this, and she thinks it's, you know, it's not that great of an idea. Well, I just worry that we're, we're approaching a post-literacy era. Like, we're, become, we're coming to a point where people, like we were talking about earlier, people aren't reading the articles. People want to watch little clips well, of what happened. I have, I have people friends don't wanna... that are teachers, and they're failing kids on English papers because they're writing in text. They're, short, they're shorthanding it. No. Well, why'd you film it? That's how, that's how I talk to my friends. Well, your friends like they're putting, are morons. Like they're putting raffle and... Yeah. Or oh the, my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, but, that, but like instead of thanks or thank you, it's THNX or THX. Why? No. Yeah, my iPhone won't let me do that. It just throws it in there for me. Autocorrect is terrible so sometimes. It creates some really awkward Duck. situations. I never yeah. said I'm trying to duck and get out of this ducking place. I'm no. telling you. Like, no, I, but well, I think where you're going with that is I think it's going to come to a point where they have so much technology in school the kids you know kids are going to want to come home and actually go outside and play now because they're t- there's nothing you know they it, get it all the time now that's a good point I think but it, yeah, you know the thing is, is you can't let your kids go out like when we were kids you We'd go outside and play, and my, you know, mom wasn't standing outside watching everything we did. Right. We were we were playing with our friends a couple houses down. Right. If your mom wanted to know where you were, she'd look for whose house your bicycle was in front of. Pretty much, yeah. That's the same thing. But now, or you yeah. say, "Hey, mom, I'm going to so and so's house." Okay, be home by the time the lights come yeah, on. Yeah, dinner. Okay. Di- we'd be home by dinner. We're eating at five. But it's a different time now because I mean, oh yeah, with of with course. the way the way the neighborhoods are nowadays because so much has been decriminalized. We live in like the quietest, most like. Well, see, yeah, we we is... got so we got lucky. Cypress is great, and we live on the Cypress Garden Grove. West Garden Grove border, uh, right there. Okay. I don't know West Garden Grove side. Well, if you go, so and, yeah. and you know, you know of all the the oh, crap yeah. that happens over there. Oh yes, get on the neighborhood watch page. Oh, on all the time. We'll see. Best effort. Oh, not yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was somebody threw their couch out and there was a, a homeless this guy, guy defecating on it. it. Yes, <laughs> I saw the post too. But the funny, but the crazy that. thing is, is <clears> you don't hear you don't hear about that in Cyprus, and I. I don't know why, but luckily we're on the Cypress end, and anytime we call, it's it's usually Cypress that shows up. Sometimes you'll see Garden Grove, but literally, if they show up, they show up from, yeah, from Garden Grove, just saying. Well, they the only, only got they only got one guy yeah. that patrols around here. The, yeah. Cypress okay, here's here's how interesting ever. it is. They have that Chapman Sports Park that's up here. Yeah. Some there was people getting robbed during the, like Saturday day soccer games. The guy jumped because we live on the backside of Patton, so okay. our backyard's Patton Elementary. Right. This guy jumped the fence, ran. Away from Chapman um, Park, which is not, ran through the back uh, schoolyard, which is Patton. He threw his backpack into somebody's backyard. 
jumped the fence, and Garden Grove Peace PD stopped him. They didn't arrest him. They gave him a ticket. No, he was taken in and then released. Oh, so he was taken in and released. <coughs> this guy had the cojones to go around knocking on doors, asking if he could grab the backpack. Yeah, he knocked he, on But he couldn't door. remember whose it was, so he knocked on, like, all of our doors. Hey, can I look in your backyard for a backpack I threw? Total, like, tattoos all over his face. Yeah, get right like, on that like, like, total... Yeah. Sure, come in. But that's... Standing, like, sketching on your... Hold this knife for me, too, But we've, we've, gotten to, we've gotten to a point where it's easier for... And it, especially for me, I know it's easier if my kid's in his room playing on YouTube. Exactly. Because, A, I can get crap done. And B, I don't trust them to go outside because I don't know who the hell's out there. Exactly. I mean, when I grew up, I lived on a cul-de-sac in Stanton. And, dude, we were out playing until the sun, the you know, the streetlights came on. I grew up on a regular street in Hawthorne and I was fine. Having her out front, like, we have a patio on our our apartment, a front patio. Daddy, can I go go in the backyard instead? Yeah. Exactly. Do, Do you think that the argument that people are bringing up here is that it's not that they're... They, they don't know what they're arguing about. Is it that the kids are spending too much time on electronics or that it's I think, parents not wanting to pay attention to their kids? So I think a lot of it comes down to what are, you, what are you letting your kids do on the iPads or game? For mine, it's YouTube and watching how-to videos. Yeah, see, yeah. with her... For me, I don't have a problem with she, that. I had her on regular YouTube <coughs> and all of a sudden she goes from a show where they pretend baking to use the... Then the next show was Easy Bake Oven... Three shows later, it was how to make lobster bisque soup or something like that. I'm like, and it's like an adult show. I'm like, okay, now all of a sudden I start freaking out. Like, okay, what what could come next? Because I don't know how YouTube does their algorithms, but there's certain times where it'll jump from one thing to something that's yeah, completely that's weird. See, I got in the spectrum. So yeah, I walked into Abram's room one time, and it was whatever he was watching. It just it it swore, and I'm like, what the heck is that? Well, Turn that off. and so I put so then yeah. I got, so then I get YouTube Kids. So I'm like, all right, perfect. So I had that app, put that on there. And I was like, okay, it's all kid stuff. All of a sudden, my wife comes to me. She goes, they're talking about someone pooping on someone. I'm like, what? Granted, seagulls. But I'm like, okay. So then I go into YouTube Kids now. I'm like, all right. Then I start taking off age restrictions and start dropping down the age restrictions to where it's like, okay. Now she can't watch those anymore. And then you get the weird the, the freaks and weirdos that are actually dressing up as Spider-Man or Anna and Elsa. And they're actually... Having shows where they're actually looking at people's dresses and stuff like that, and it's a lot That's of sexual weird. connotation to it, and they're getting through YouTube kids, YouTube's algorithms because it's oh, it's Spider Man, oh, it's on and also, oh, oh, it's role play. The, the way yeah. that they're tagging it, exactly. And what they're naming That's it. horrible. And so it's like now, like I just I just hooked mine to my account, so whatever he watches, it's on my account. So I just go to the history and I can see exactly. I can keep an eye. That's what I had to do. She's connected on my Gmail, and so I'm like, which is my account. I'm like, okay, so you can watch. I, so I can go in on her YouTube kids. I can go in from my account and just go no, no, and no. Like I changed her whole um, home screen. The search, you know, search she can she doesn't have to do the search, but anything that comes up on the home screen is stuff that she for her age group. Now. Yeah. But it, but it, it comes it does come down to a slippery slope because now there's times where I try to get my son to do something and it's well not I'm just not watch YouTube. And it, 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 it wants to take up a majority of it. Say, hey, Abram, why don't you uh, why don't you come out and let's go do this? And, eh, I just want to stay at home. Well, which, is, which is nice because like, if me and Kelly want to go to dinner, it's like, okay, cool. You don't want to go to dinner? Hey, I get to save a few bucks and not have to watch you complain about being hungry. Yeah. Well, then there's the opposite. You know, it's like with Gwen, it's like, hey, do you want to watch your iPad? No. And it's like I'm it's like arguing with her to watch it every once in a while because I'm like, I'd like to watch a regular <coughs> show, you know. 
on TV or I've got dishes to do or, you know, I've got stuff to clean up around the house, just go watch your iPad. And so it's just like, you know, and then there's the excuse, and then, you know, it's not an excuse, but it's like a thought process of, she's at school all day running around. Because I've seen what she does. Apparently, obviously, she's hurt. She just got pushed off a slide. Um, to where it's like, okay, you know what? When she wants to watch, it's like, okay, you know what? You've been wound up all day. You and it does it calms her down, and she's ready to take on the rest of the afternoon, rest of the evening. You know, and the, and the same with Abram at school. Like, I mean, I go to work all day. He goes to school all day. When I get home, I want to do more of the same crap of running around. I want to chill back. I want to catch up on my shows or right, right, whatever right. I've been trying to read. So that's a good point too. Is you know that's their their time. They can for time. And you know they're gonna they're growing up in a perfect age because technology we've seen over the last five years. You know, forget ten years. Even over the last two years, it's jumped so much. It's getting so fast. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, these kids are in the right era to where they're gonna keep up with that technology, and it's gonna help them out in their future. Yeah, yeah because careers. you need like you need to know technology to get a job, pretty much. Like you. Yeah. All the future is in. They they say that the future is in video content, and it's kind of you know. You know, you you, that, used, you used to watch these like movies and shows about the future, and it's like, oh, you go into a library, and it's like a hologram that brings you up like the digital right, copy right. of the book. And there's no actual books in a library. I wonder if one day we'll come to that. Oh, so you have iPads just sitting on the wall. Here you go. You can. But then what? But then but then we'll physical libraries. It's going to be entirely. But then what? Web-based libraries. You won't have to go anywhere. Yeah. But then what are people going to complain about? Because we're not chopping trees down to make books. I I personally about vaccinating your kids. Yeah. No, we're going to get past. We're We're going to get. No, no, no. We're going to get past that point because you'll never have to. YouTube. It's good. No, no, no. You'll never have to leave your house to do anything. So you're just inside all the time, not around. But then, how will I go out there and murder a seal because there's too many seals? So PETA can come find me. This is true. And how you build a robot to go do it for you? Oh. You get the Dodge Ah. Demon. There it is. And the 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 robot drives the Dodge Demon out of your house in 2040 because it's been sitting there. Waiting for auctions, and that's maybe it, that will be Hennessy's Dodge name is the Hennessy Seal Killer. There you go. There it is. See, Hennessy, full circle. Hennessy will will let you have that for a thousand bucks. Yes. <laughs> with the money, with your money you're making just to sell tires, well, you can make that back. But does it kill seals for another two thousand dollars? It'll kill anything. Put like a cow catcher on yeah. the front. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this has been episode one of Topic Ocalypse. Thank you for joining us. Uh, catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Humanican Media. Um, sorry we wasted your night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry we wasted your night with some very educational information, all right? Yeah. Vaccinated uh, kids. And opinionated, too. Vaccinations yeah. and baby seal killing. is just all kinds of good stuff. All right. Later. If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games. That's uh, to us people that can feel things, it, it, uh, it hurts.